Bad Family, a podcast for black sheep, bad kids, bad family. Let's get started. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hello. Hello. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Well, we have a special all-girl episode today. On- For International Women's Day. On International Women's yes. Day. Yes. So Happy get out of here, Women's Day. I love it. <laughs> um, hey, Megan. Hey, Court. Oh, hi, Megan. On International Women's Day, we have an all-girl episode today. We've got Court and Lauren, Megan, Lindsay. Lincoln wasn't mm. feeling well, so oh. we are doing... All girls today. Can you guys hear me? Hi. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Can so you hear me? Is, uh, what did y'all yes. do for International <laughs> Women's Day? Did you do anything to celebrate? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I bought some of those fancy Magnum ice ice cream bars. Oh, yum. okay. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. That's celebrating. That what kind? Cool. Talk about the flavors. <laughs> double caramel and double chocolate. Yeah, oh. did you eat them all? Uh, no, because there's six of them. So, yeah, they're in the freezer. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, women, <clears throat> we're celebrating International Women's Day, and women still only make 80 cents to the dollar as men. Oh, I thought it was less than that. It's now 80 cents to the dollar. It used to be like 77 cents to the dollar. So we're making small improvements. But because Somebody we is. make uh, 80 cents to the dollar, I let my people work an 80% work day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's only that white was women, nice. though. Well, and I felt you should have let the women of color because... off for more of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it would be so that's hard true. to navigate but i felt really bad i'm a radical i know but i felt really bad because they were all so delighted to be off early and i was like but you should be pissed because every day you work an hour and a half for free yeah really amen don't apologize for being a radical here an hour and a half that would mean you're working 10 hour days no, it means that you work eight-hour days, but you're only paid for 6.5 hours because you're making 80 cents to the dollar as men. So a man would be paid for eight hours, and you're only paid for six and a half hours. All right. I'll stop pretending like I understand math. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a good go. <laughs> yeah, when I worked at an office, I pretty much, the last hour and a half was kind of a wash anyway. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's silly to measure a lot of office work by hours right. anyway. It's it, like it you don't need to hour. fill eight hours of your day. It's silly to measure yeah. work this way. Well, you know, I, I remember asking people like my older coworkers, like before the internet, when we weren't as efficient, like, wh- what would you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, were people just like, busy, busy, be- you know, was it just like, got to get the work done? And they were like, no, we just wasted time in other ways. They were like, yeah. we would do the crossword puzzle, <laughs> just like hang by the water cooler. <laughs> water cooler talks, yeah. There is, I mean, I'm an incredibly obsessed worker. I'm probably not the right person to ask, but it's not healthy to just like work, 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 work an insane amount of hours and not take breaks. And it doesn't make sense. That's not how people function. Like you can't be productive for eight hours straight, five days a week. It's silly. Well, and if you do, you burn out fast. Like yeah. I will regularly work a 10 hour day and then I will be so emotionally burned out that like I get physically ill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, you cannot do it. It's not healthy. It's not helpful. Corporate America should burn to the ground. Happy International <laughs> Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm wondering what all the, you know, women uh, who had, you know, and children that had to work these long hours in factories back in the day because it's not like you could be on 
for 15 hours or however long they were standing in front of those machines or like selling yeah, or that's, whatever they were doing. That's why they lost fingers because they weren't on it all the time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is oh, so well, horrific. That's, that's awful. That wasn't their fault. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't you can't be at the top of your game every hour. She wasn't saying they so, so sometimes, like, they lost fingers and the company didn't care. Maybe they well, should have tried a little like, harder. Also, like, the child Oh, workers. my gosh. Can you imagine at seven years old being, like, wrapping the threads around the loom? No, I mean that's still those still happening. Yeah, it's we awful. still like, there are still <laughs> child labor. Like, look at your Gap clothes. Not to call out Gap. It's I like, oh, that cuts gap right clothes. to the core of me. <laughs> You're like, <"What?" laughs> I canceled my Gap credit card last year. Let's just sit on Gap for a minute. Gap clothes are not quality. I had a Gap no. bathing suit that cost me like five dollars that I love. Five dollars? How did it only cost you five dollars? <laughs> and it lasted maybe like two seasons, and then like the elastic, and it just got all shitty, and and then, and then now it wouldn't even fit someone. Five times my size, I had to throw it away. Okay, and also, having been an employee of the Gap Corporation, of Gap Inc. for about a month over the summer in 2013, they really treat it like, they're like, when you work for Gap, you're working for something bigger. (laughs) And I was like, um, (laughs) sweatshops? Like, what are you talking about? Don't implicate me in that. Okay. <laughs> also, what the hell is the gap? Why did they name it gap? Is GAP an acronym for something? Or like what is this gap? I don't know. We need to do an expose yeah, episode. <laughs> uh, I think gap? it's the wage gap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wage gap. It's all circled back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But wait, let's like rewind. Do you guys remember like 15 or 20 it was probably 20 years ago when those gap swing dancing commercials with khakis were really oh yeah like swing dancing was like the hot new dance (laughs) that was the talk (laughs) of the water cooler circle all those commercials yeah that's what they were doing before the internet (laughs) what is history how on earth did the most boring dances in the world like swing dance and also river dance like be phenomenon okay let's not that's not don't come don't shit on river dance i i I mean if we can go back to what um your original topic for this podcast was which was tastes changing over time my love of river dance will never change never ever do you remember what i used to we used to have that vhs tape where'd she go hey where are you guys we lost you for a second i lost all of you for a second (laughs) you're right you know i was just making a joke honestly if river dance came on i would be like fucking river dance (laughs) so good Mm, that michael flip yeah it is it is powerful It's powerful, you know. Mm. It's just that like mood. I'm big on like feelings, but that you know that what, like, what? big river dance mood. What's that mean? Makes them excite. Big feelings, like a big river dance mood. That's probably a pretty good evening. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it does fill you with feelings, huh? When I watch that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm part of something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just kick my leg in the air, and I'm a part of a history. Histories <laughs> of history. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was having a lot of big feelings today. You guys know I've been like really upset and angry about capitalism and like the gender pay gap and whatnot. But I want to tell you, I was having this like intense daydream today where I was dreaming about like disrupting the legal industry and like that I had this like very I was daydreaming that I had this very successful company that disrupted the legal industry and I was taking a walk at lunch and I was listening to like Demi Lovato sorry not sorry and I was daydreaming that they were interviewing me about my success and I was like smirking and in the background they were playing Demi Lovato sorry not sorry you know and I and that is just so stupid but I was
was daydreaming <laughs> about that today, you know. What a dream. It on was a on such a day. I daydream yeah. about fucking capitalism. I like that song a lot. <laughs> oh, it's so I good. like it too. No, it's just daydreaming about about, you know, making law firms burn to the ground and and me like the panning over me smiling and it fading out and Demi Lovato singing baby I'm sorry we have to contact her team this is her next video (laughs) (laughs) sounds good yes so anyway how were your days everybody having good days Um, it was a day it's Monday (laughs) 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 I didn't have any cool um, violent fantasies Although mine usually don't involve interviews of, you know, victory. They're more like if I had, <laughs> you know, godlike powers and I could just like lightning zap people who are terrible yeah. into a crisp, <laughs> you know, call down fire from heaven and just burn them to ash. Sounds great. <laughs> you can do that with if you would pray and read your scriptures more, you would have that power to move mountains or crispy fry bad people. Yeah, I'm talking about crisping mm-hmm. people. Maybe. Well, I'm sorry Lincoln couldn't join us. Yeah, why is he sick? I thought he, he had just, been leaving the house. He's no, honestly, he just had a sick. bad day and he bailed at the last minute, but, oh. which I totally get. But it just makes me sad because I honestly think if anyone could have made him feel better, it was us. Yeah, he missed out. Aww. Aww. It was us. I hope he had he a was... bad work. He didn't elaborate. Yeah. I think he just had a bad day, but I honestly just, I hope he listens to this later and his heart just feels, you know, warmed by the love of his, his sisters. I hope Aww. that too. He, I think he said it. he doesn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, that's well, I mean, he is in most of them, so that, yeah, maybe maybe that's why he'll listen to just this not vain. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the only person who listens. I listen back um, in case there's any like editing things I need to fix post production. Mm -hmm. I have, I mean, obviously. Obviously, these are not very produced. (laughs) (laughs) We need to add in some sound effects. We need to get like the Tim Allen. (laughs) 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 Speaking of that, taste again. That was my first celebrity crush. It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. Okay, I'm glad we are just what? Glad you specified. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys obviously didn't know because I definitely kept that one close (laughs) to the chest. But (laughs) I mean, I think he was a a crush of many of us. I think I first bought the Lion King album because he was Simba's voice. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you bought the album. I, I kind of assumed mom bought it or something. No, I bought it. I think it was the first CD I ever bought. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, what cute. was the first Don't CD every each of us either bought or like received? The first one that you owned. Oh yeah, this will be our tallest apartment. Oh, this My is a great CD question. Was the Lion King oh. Lion King soundtrack. Uh, Mine was In Sync's uh, titular album In Sync. Nice. <laughs> Good one. I can't remember. I definitely know that I purchased. Well, I'm embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed by mine, so I don't want to say it. Well, name it. But I don't know if it's the first one that I bought. I guess I'm not very embarrassed. This is a safe space, Lauren. (laughs) It is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I purchased in high school, early high school. It maybe wasn't the first one I ever bought, but I purchased. Um. Oh man. A Kanye West, Kanye West first album. Um, the Jesus Walks. That was the one with the one with. You're talking about Walks. late registration. College. Yes. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. That was no. Called, it wasn't. Um, was college it, something. What was it called? Was it college, college dropout. College dropout. It was that one. Oh, okay. You know that was a phenomenal I, album. I know Kanye has had many of. He's had. Yes. But that really was a seminal. 
Kanye, I'm, I don't, I don't know that he's a good person, but I do think he's a genius <laughs> artist. I think that's a yeah, really fair I assessment. Yeah, and this was pre, you know, what happened with his mom. Hmm. Yes, he's had he's had lots of struggles. Yeah, I guess it's not. I'm not. It's just uh, you know. Yeah, this is an art artist yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a journey. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't remember before okay. that. Megan, what well, was it, yours? Lauren, I oh, remember my. when you brought the album home and we all listened to it. Oh, really? I vaguely remember like listening it into the car. Like, I think I could drive, and Lauren, you were a lot younger when I was in high school, but I have like a vague memory of us listening to like college dropout while I was driving somewhere. Well, that probably happened because I think I bought it when I was a freshman or a sophomore or something. I don't Megan know if you guys heard that pouring. I just poured myself a glass of wine. It wasn't like a Lincoln PP. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. Oh. Well, Megan, what oh, was mine yours? Was, mine was Weird Al Yankovic running with scissors. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, these are all like really no. good indicative. <laughs> Like each one just representative of the personality is so good. Go, go. Why the heck did you have my personality? Yours must have been purchased along when you were younger. Because that was 94. When did that movie come out? 93, 94. So you must have. I think I was so. even younger oh. than that because I remember we saw it in person. We did at the yeah. old Henrico Theater, which isn't really. Yeah. I don't think that's open anymore. I don't know if it's functional or not, but yeah, I remember that day too. I, I don't. I remember that we were late, and so when we came in five minutes into the movie, we rolled up right as like Rafiki <laughs> is holding Simba above the mountain cliff. We missed all of the beginning. <laughs> that's pretty far into the movie. I feel like. I it's a while remember. since I've seen it. Yeah. So I wouldn't know, but that was where we came in. Oh, but it was a wonderful film. <laughs> Obviously, oh. you're a touch. You bought the soundtrack. It was. It was good, though. It was still probably one of the best. It was really, really good. Has All anybody right. watched Raya? Not yet. Oh, sorry. You're right. Oh, no, huh? not yet. I haven't watched Raya, but please tell me if it's worth it because I was considering buying it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't watched it either, but I, but I, yeah, thinking about it. All right. Well, I guess Lauren, you don't have Disney Plus, do you? Do you? Yeah, I do actually. No, we 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 get it. All right, I have it as well. So I guess if you buy it, let me know, and I'll watch it on yours. And if I buy it, I'll let you know, and you can watch it on ours. Okay, sounds good. So can you guys hear me? I'm actually yes. Okay. Yeah. You guys keep cutting out. Can you hear everybody? Hmm. Oh. Are you on the no, road or are you at home? Maybe I'm in a bad okay. connection spot. I it will maybe. I'm not sure. You know. All right. Yeah, you sound you sound okay, okay for now. Yeah, you sound you sound good to us. Um, I was gonna say there are so many streaming services; it's hard to keep up with <gasps> everything. But I've been. I was watching. Um, I downloaded the CBS app tonight which is part of the Paramount Plus app, because I was watching yes. the Ian Markle and Prince Harry Oprah. Oh, yeah. I am obsessed oh. with it. I can't watch well, it. Yet. I'm only like 15 minutes in. But I keep having to watch this stupid Paramount Plus commercial, and it's a commercial for a Queen Latifah cop show. <laughs> and I have to watch it i had i don't think i've been ex- as excited for anything <laughs> since i can't even remember a show i was so excited about but a queen latifah cop show <laughs> yeah that's wild that is I so love... right on my brand. <laughs> <laughs> is that your brand i love queen i latifah. did not know i don't know cool i love queen latifah you like you i didn't know you like cop is it a drama it's a comedy i'm assuming uh, I think it's like a comedy drama. I love cop shows. I love lawyer shows. I love medical shows. I, apparently, I love zombie shows because I like Walking Dead. I'm pretty good with murder shows. Did you guys watch that Netflix? Um, I mean, not Netflix. That um, Saturday Night Live skit about women and like murder. Oh shows. no! Oh. I, 
No, I didn't. You mean like true it's crime? This hilarious skit about how women love watching like, <laughs> like really violent yeah. true crime shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's... please watch it right after the pod because it's quite funny. Cool. I will. And then her boyfriend is like, but you know what's even better? Cult shows. <laughs> <laughs> I do like yeah, cult, cult shows, shows actually. Did you guys watch that Leah Romani, um Scientology series? No, but I did watch the um, Scientology documentary that was on HBO. Oh, I would have. Ago. Going clear, clear, yeah. Clear one? I watched most um... of that. Lauren, what was the name of the Leah Romani thing you're talking about? Uh, I can't remember now. <laughs> it's called it Scientology. Oh, you want to watch? I Is just that googled it. Oh, okay, there you go. This might be too on the nose, but if you guys want to watch a murder and a cult show, have you guys watched the Murder Among the Mormons? <laughs> I started I just, it. I added Was it that to a my, documentary? Um, my queue. Yeah. I only saw like it's the picture. I didn't look at it really. Okay, I it was boring. Honestly, after I figured out who did it, I was like, this is only entertaining because I get to see, like, how they've contextualized all these people that I recognize from growing up Mormon in this way that's like, oh, it does seem very culty. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit slow, but if you didn't know the story, I think you might be really fascinated by what happens. Yeah, I could get into that. And sure. it's not like it's a long show. Like, the entire show is four episodes. So, like, you start watching it, you're done that night. You know it happens. Man, I wish we didn't need sleep so I could watch everything I wanted to watch yeah. at night. <laughs> I wish I didn't work. So, all I could do is just, like, read and do things I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I actually love sleeping. I would, yeah. rather, I would rather keep sleeping and dump working. Hmm. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm not doing a good job really um, leading us this episode. So let's get to the heart of it. As Megan suggested, the topic for us today is we wanted to talk about evolution. So evolution of taste, change, how we've changed, what makes it hard to change. Does it exist? Um, whether or not we believe in evolution. <laughs> Basically, it's an evolution episode. So, cool. Take it away. Take it away, my Take beautiful Take it away, Ed. Sorry. Why don't, you, why don't you take it off, Megan, If since it was your it, idea? It was not my idea. To... It was short news. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, it was, it was okay. my idea. idea. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I don't well, know Well, Courtney said, like, as Megan suggested. So that's... Well, I mean, Megan, you yeah, said yeah, earlier yeah. in the episode. I, mean... I brought it up. <laughs> Uh, because I had asked Courtney earlier what the topic was, but no. Um, so what what did you want to talk about, Lindsay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought that it would be interesting to talk about like the things that have always that you've always loved, um, as opposed to like things that you liked for a, a period of time and then grew out of. Mm-hmm. and what the differences are um, I definitely know this has happened to me I feel like in my dating life uh, it was hard for me to like the same thing as my partner so I remember that when I was in my early 20s I liked photography but then Quinn liked photography, so I just let him have his thing. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, he likes photography, so I stopped being interested in photography. <laughs> That's you know, funny. It just, we just like, and we didn't want to have a, a, all the same interests. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but definitely there's been an evolution of my taste. I'm 35, and I don't like the same things I liked when I was... 25 or 20 or 15 how would you map those things though like what are the things that stayed constant and what are the things that you liked at 25 that you don't like at 35 um i liked vegetables a lot more at 25 (laughs) and at 35 i'm like fuck that shit give me that bowl of pasta she's living now uh honestly i think that the older I get, the truer I become 
aligned with who I really am. You know, like less about being cool and less about what is perfect, but more about just like what my actual preferences are. That's good. And so, yeah, there are things that I probably liked or wanted to like when I was younger, like skateboarding. I used to like really like skateboarding. I have absolutely no interest in skateboarding <laughs> as a 35-year-old. I couldn't give one, <laughs> one shit Rip. about anything related to skateboarding <laughs> as a 35-year-old. But as a 25-year-old, I probably could have had like a vigorous conversation about skateboarding. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, know that I knew that either. You guys? What is like your tenure? Ten years ago, you versus who you are now? What is it? Uh, what's the difference? Ten years ago. 2011. Ow. When I... Man, that was a terrible Why? year for me. What happened? Well, it was... Didn't you get married in 2011? <laughs> well, I just... Well, at the end of 2011, I, I, was, I wasn't trying to speak to that. No, a terrible year for you. <laughs> well, it was a terrible I, year for me. That was the yes, and it was. Also, I remember. Yes, that was a shitty year overall. Not bad year. Yeah. 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 Well, I had moved home, and I was living. I lived with mom and dad for majority mm. of that year. Um, I'm trying to I think, think that was the year I stopped going to church. I was a lot more insecure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember. I think I visited you, Lindsay, and at school before I came back or something. That sounds right. Maybe it was before that. Um, and you were like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really doing church. And I was like, oh. Dang, we're coming up on the 10 year but- anniversary of that. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, that is. That's really huge, Lindsay. So that's probably the big difference. Yeah. (laughs) As far as things I used to be into. Yeah. (laughs) And now (laughs) couldn't give a shit over. Um, Mormonism, probably number one. Um, I I just totally interrupted you, Laura. Well, no, I was, I'm just, uh, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm not really sure exactly. I guess I'm wondering, like, uh, like what's different about what we're doing or, like, what we were listening to? Or, I don't know. Like, I don't have like. a specific direction about the question. I just was thinking about this. I think Everything. it's a Susan Sontag hey, quote where she talks about, like, being, oh. remaining familiar with past selves. Um. And I think that idea is nice. And sometimes I'll like look at things that I used to really like or, you know, like things I wrote in my journals and I'll be like, whoa, (laughs) who was she? (laughs) Where'd she go? Yeah. Like what's an example? Um, Like, okay, well, in 2011, let's see, I was a junior in college and I think at that time I was like deeply, <laughs> I was like very obsessed with the show, The Vampire Diaries. I just, I that was <laughs> the best show and not in a, you know, not in a totally uncritical way, but I just thought it was like exactly the right amount of camp. And I would like skip going to parties <laughs> Yes. I think, uh, continuing into senior year, like everybody would go to senior nights on Thursday nights, and I was like, "Um, I have to watch the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I can't go out." <laughs> what is a senior? Senior night was the night that all of the seniors on campus would like go to the bar that was just off campus and like, you know, just throw down, <laughs> like get wasted and dance and stuff. And I was like. No, I don't know what that's like because I went to Brigham Young, so we didn't have any senior nights. <laughs> <laughs> senior night was like where you rocked your your six month old baby wall, your two year old baby. <laughs> uh, 
Or you met all your ward members on the field and you all played Red Rover at 11 p.m. And it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was like senior Saturday with family. <laughs> anyway. Man. I also sometimes think about how I like very very narrowly avoided going to BYU <laughs> just sort of a, a fluke of of fate and mm, I don't regret going to BYU I mean I'm so different than who I was at 18 but I feel like I was such a naive deeply Mormon person at 18 that BYU fit me well at that time yeah. I mean right I could wish that I was in a different reality where I didn't grow up that way and like I could have gone to like Brown or Princeton or Cornell or something and like fit in. But I honestly think if I went to a regular four year college, I don't know that I would have fit in. I was just like such a right. new conservative. Right. I mean, person. it probably, I, or maybe like it would have been the same as what happened for me, which is like I did try to do it for like the first two years and then it just became less and less um tenable or just felt more and more like this is yeah not like, what this you is want hypocritical this is um yeah just not what i thought it would be yeah yeah i like that i like the idea you're speaking about before which is about having compassion and I guess knowing your younger selves, former selves. That's a nice idea. I feel like I'll think back on things sometimes and be like, or I actually mom found like a letter I had written to myself, like at a young women's activity. And uh, she gave it to me, I think a year or so ago. And I read it and I was like, I actually threw it away because I was like, this actually is, <laughs> it just made me sad. What was it? Because it was like, You're I guess it was like, sad. sorry. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, uh, it was just like, I guess the activity was like, write a letter to your future self about some of your goals and like, you can check, you know, your future self can, can evaluate where you are with these goals and like what you hope for your life. And it was like normal goals, I guess, for the. I feel like I'm yeah, a little bit. Here, I echo hear, me. I hear like a weird squeaky sound oh, sorry. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I sorry. won't hear it. Um. Well, anyway, the letter was just like, "You're fine, but you you need to be doing better in all these areas." <laughs> it was just like really self-critical oh. and harsh. It was like, you're okay, but you need to do a lot better. I hope you're doing a lot better in all these areas. By then. And I was like, um, I'm going to trash this letter. This sucks. Oh, let me trash that letter. You don't need your former self telling your former self to be better. I was like, why is this 13-year-old version of me telling me that I'm a piece of shit? <laughs> or I was. <laughs> but anyway. So I was, but then it's just like acknowledging, you know, then I had to be like, you know what? I really, really wanted to be good. And that's, a, that's what I can take from that. And we all did. the rest. Yeah. Lauren, and... I hope you're adult. I know it's hard to be confident, but I really hope your adult self just knows like how funny and sweet and great you are. I just think you're so wonderful. It breaks my heart to hear that you seem <laughs> like yourself. Thank you. That's really nice. That's nice to hear. Well, yes. I mean, I, we've all probably struggled sometimes. But yeah, I think I just... At least now, I hear there's an evolution. I feel like I am <clears throat> learning to be more... How to be more kind to myself. Definitely more. And less concerned about, you know, living up to other people's expectations and and you know less concerned about that so give yourself the benefit of the doubt right so yeah and I think Megan one thing that you said before that I 
think is really wise and true is like um um being being really into what you're into and not apologizing for it like liking what you like or loving what you love and not not being apologetic about it if or somebody loving, else loving right. who you love as well <laughs> right, right. very good I mean... love is love is love <laughs> <laughs> love is love, love. right and just like you know I just I think I don't... uh we can look back in judgment on ourselves and be like oh that was you know oof but but no, like you really loved that or still love it. And if other people don't, then they can whatever, suck it. You know? No. Um... <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, I think that's a nice, that's a compassionate way to. Yeah. You and Susan Sontag, I think, are on the same. Well, same wavelength. Uh, she sounds cool. I don't know who she is, but <laughs> I don't either. She's a famous, famous writer. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know her. I. I know her. <laughs> Man, old Sue. We go back. I mean, life is just too short. We have to be so compassionate to ourselves. We can't be perfect. We can't expect ourselves to be perfect. And we just can't feel bad for the things that we've done wrong. It's just too much weight to Mm. carry, you know? Yeah, I don't think it's not worth carrying for very long anyway. Yeah, I think so. So... What else do you guys feel like in terms of evolution? Do you feel like we should talk about in terms of things changing? Obviously, in 10 years, things change a lot in a personality, who we are as people. Things also change a lot in the world, in relationships. Is there anything we should highlight in on? In this episode, I'm trying to think what our audience would want us to talk um, about. I, I mean, we sort of, it sort of sounded like earlier that we're not sure we have one. Uh, but, I mean, we've got like okay. five <laughs> the audience. Hey, I have a couple of friends who listen. Okay. Um, you know, I think we, what I think I would be interesting <laughs> is if, or, you know, maybe I just want to know about me. <laughs> But if it if you have noticed an evolution in me or of in any of the others, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <clears throat> Let's see here. So 10 years ago, Lindsay, you were like a tiny baby, though. You were a teenager 10 years ago. Going on 20. I think that uh, one thing I've noticed is you are more capable of like calling somebody out for not treating you well <clears throat> like standing up for yourself I guess I'm thinking yeah. of a particular scenario but I think um, <clears throat> I think you're just a little more self-assured and uh, or maybe knowing who you are and you're knowing right who you are. right right yeah I, I do think that comes with I think time. so too right I think you're maybe probably able to laugh at things a little more instead of like uh or maybe laugh more quickly at something that's hard rather than like holding on to it for a long time. Yeah. I would like to think that. 
I don't know. <laughs> I hope that's true. Um, I'm trying to. Th- I know. I'm trying to. Th- <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> no, I think I know my own. I know. Ooh, what, a, what a decade. <laughs> the 2010s were really. I'm just thinking uh, about 10 years ago now. A crucible in all <laughs> ways, shapes, and forms. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, yeah. a decade ago, I was married and a, a really, really active Mormon. Mm-hmm. And I made almost no money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was just like a struggling young lady. Man. Yeah, I think I actually visited. I think I remember visiting you, Coco, a decade ago when y'all were living by the train tracks because we went to have Quinn take our um wedding photos engagement yeah, photo in yeah. Boston and I think I colored in your eyebrows <laughs> yeah like a wedding photo I would yeah let me do your eyebrows yeah you were very into brows before brows were <laughs> before brows. they were big she was browed <laughs> but we were very very poor yeah yeah how were you doing it? What were you using? Uh, to color in my eyebrows? Probably like a $3 pencil. Oh, oh. Yes? What do you think? Oh. I don't know. I was like, I the thought you were insinuating something. From the railroad track? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but my life 10 years ago is really, really different from my life today. I don't regret it. It was a journey. But... Um, you know, I guess when you think of evolution, it seems like it's in steps, but I feel like a radically different person than I was 10 years ago. Yeah. I don't I know that I feel actually... radically different, but I feel, um, <clears throat> I feel a shift, which is good, I think. You don't want to be the yeah. same person. No, unless you felt like you were a really good, kind person, you know? Well, you can hold on to those things that that you like. I don't think I'm totally different than I was at 19, but I think I'm more, um, I don't know, I think I've gained some wisdom, (laughs) some life wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Me too. I'm not as nice as I used to be. Nice to the point of hurting myself. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, would do anything for anyone else and wouldn't take care of myself. Right. But I think that's where you have to get to. That's like a healthy nice. It's still nice. It's just nice to yourself first, which is how everybody should be. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> yeah, I'm getting there. Good. I I mean, probably most of all on International Women's Day, we should talk about self-care and what we can do to, like, lift up other women. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, you have to fix your own oxygen mask before you can help the next person. So I'm I'm still Mm. on step one. (laughs) Sorry. Well, that's, like... It doesn't Definitely have to be, like, financially, self. though. I think, like... Oh, that's not what I meant. Oh. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have yeah. any money. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, a career was. I think you meant, like, mental health. Is that what you meant? Yeah, she I meant, you know, right? uh, you. I can't be uh, dispensing pearls of wisdom <laughs> until my noggin is not screwy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one with a scurvy noggin. I mean, I think yeah, you're blame it on the jeans. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, three out of four women on this podcast are medically uh, ill. It's literally mentally ill. Well, yeah. we don't have to volunteer. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, it might be artificially lower because I need to be on more medication, but I'm not. <laughs> uh. Lexapro <laughs> gang. Lexapro gang gang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad family, bad family. I wish Lexapro would sponsor Bad Family. Mm. Oh man, yeah. Well, that may be a little Lexapro, if you're please sponsor Bad Family. We really value you to an inane degree. You thought we love fun. Hell yeah. Oh, if we got that sponsor, that'd be a real Flexapro. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, don't see, don't cut ties yet, what okay? <laughs> I still need you. Um. <laughs> yeah, medicine is good. That's medicine. definitely helps. There's a there's a stepping a stepping stone to evolve. Mm-hmm. Get on some meds. Yeah, and normalize medication. Normalize needing help because life is really really hard. Even yeah. very, very smart, competent, confident women need help surviving. Yeah. Just making it through the day. As women, we're asked to do too much. It's been infuriating to me how women are asked to do more, paid for less, how the world is harsher to them. You know, oh my especially gosh. watching that Meghan Markle interview. You know, where they're like, oh, Kate Milton ate the avocado toast to help her pregnancy. And it's like, Meghan Markle supports global warming with avocado toast. You know what I mean? Just like how they demonized her. Or like even in, in criminal cases, you know, how like Harvey Weinstein didn't get prosecuted. These horrible criminals didn't get prosecuted and women will get years and years of sentences for lesser crimes like I was just reading about how Anna I don't remember her name Delvaney Delaney something who was not a good person but just like someone who defrauded hotels was prosecuted in New York and like they were bragging about how they prosecuted her and and yet nobody wanted to prosecute Harvey Weinstein that is fucked up oppression against women yeah, that is pretty horrible. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's pretty infuriating. I definitely think raising, I've, I've, you know, having two daughters makes me makes me nervous and want to prepare these girls for the world. This is horrible of me to say, but the best thing you could do to arm them against this horrible, evil world is what is make sure that they have a lot of money. I don't. Sorry, think that's the what I. You guys cut out. What was the thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I missed the secret. It's what we've known all along, Megan. We all need. Okay. We all need money. I just feel like, I mean, the the world is so evil and it doesn't respect anything, but I feel like they'll be protected with money in a way that they're I don't not know. I mean, I think that else. that's like only well, one there's... side of it because money does not. That's true. Like, yeah, Megan exactly. Markle like, you protected with all her money. There's a, it's about like, that's true. Not just about protecting them from the world, but like giving them the. I'm saying this as if I'm a mother, like, whatever, take this with a grain of salt. But also, I think it's important to, like, give them the tools to know how to, like, process their own emotions and have empathy for other people and their emotions and their situations. Because otherwise, they're causing as much harm as they're, like, maybe subjected to. Especially if they have money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's important to have enough money to be able to live and help the people that you care about. But 
I just like having been exposed to people who have money, it's not like it doesn't solve most problems. <laughs> no, but it gives them choice. If they have enough money that they don't have to worry about what they're going to eat next or their yeah. choices aren't directed by money. Do you know what I mean? It gives them freedom, but you're right. It doesn't solve every problem. It can't protect them from bad decision-making or yeah. racism. Or yeah. I think classism. Or I think it's like, you have to teach. Well, these kids, and we do know? not do a good job of that in this country. It, like how to think critically and how to ask hard questions about how you impact other people and like what your responsibility is yeah, to your communities sure. sorry I was thinking about that in relation to the Meghan Markle interview because yeah. there's that one part where she's like I mean obviously the whole thing is is really produced so it's almost more interesting what she doesn't say than what she does say but at one point she says like um it was so important for those like young african girls to see me become a member of this family <laughs> as if like you know having one black member of the royal family doesn't like undoes all of the harm that this like colonial institution has done for centuries um just like we don't teach people how to question yeah that's what or like <laughs> analyze structures of power yeah yeah i think that's true I think that's true too. Oh, you I have to keep watching. I'm not there yet. The Whole thing fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I should watch it. Too. But I think oh, we right. have it. You really want, don't want to download want the CBS app. But, well, yeah. I don't know if it's on YouTube. My friend Lisa sent me a link, and to look at it, I had to download the CBS app. And I don't want to ruin the experience for you, but you can't go forward <laughs> or go back. There's like oh, one no. million apps. I probably watched. 30 minutes of advertisements oh, and actually no. 10 minutes of content. Dang. Oh, no. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Somebody just post the highlights on YouTube in a that. week. I'll just watch it in a week. Yes, it's very hard. It's been very I watched it live. to watch so far. <laughs> Commercials are the most infuriating things. Now so I can hardly sit through. <laughs> If I if there's a commercial before my YouTube video, I just there's, but there's like one before so, and one after. Which always bugs me because I'll right. start like yeah. looking at the comments before the video's over, and then when the after video ad starts, it like takes you away from the comment page, and I'm like, but I was reading. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now she's well, I'm not looking for fights. I just, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So Sorry, I'm not. In our yeah. last few minutes of our, you know, discussion of evolution and International Women's Day and just the joy I think we're feeling of being women together and sisters together on the podcast, maybe we should end this episode by talking about, like, wisdom and, like, if there was one thing we could share that we've learned in the last 10 years through how difficult life is, like, what would we want to share? for our audience or for our daughters or future daughters or women, you know, looking at yourself 10 years ago, what would you have wanted her to know to be able to make it through this troubled existence? I think I, I was like, I think I just was not very much in tune with my own emotions and feelings like I was somebody that didn't introspect and I'm still not really somebody that introspects very often or very deeply so um but I was feeling a lot of heavy big emotions 
um, about a decade ago and sometimes since. And I just did not know how to. For some reason, I felt like communicating them to the people that they were relevant to would be um, was just too overwhelming. And so instead, I just like bottle everything up. <laughs> and then never talk about anything <laughs> or just be like ah uh, this is probably like um this would be hard for them to hear and hard for me to articulate so i just like mm, yeah power through it and forget <laughs> and forget that it's like a thing that i need to process um but i think i would tell my former self yeah. that um <laughs> you can't really do that <laughs> um because it you know everything has its way of like bubbling up so I think I would um tell myself to try to um work through hard feelings with people that care about me (laughs) or a a licensed professional (laughs) I think that's very, very wise. Megan, Lindsay, what do you got? I would probably say the same thing. Like, I think um, I definitely have this, maybe not the same, but really similar patterns um, as far as like putting off or not, not knowing how to communicate conflict with people you know like not (laughs) not knowing how to bring it up or just uh, catastrophizing and uh, assuming that my concerns wouldn't be heard anyway and so just kind of going well (laughs) I'll just you know stuff that in a place that I don't have to think about and then um yeah, like you said, those things like, oh. it, you know, you can't ignore forever. Um, what else would I tell 19-year-old me? Maybe. I think for me, it, a part of it yes. too is just like, their feelings are more important <laughs> and I'll get over it. No! <laughs> Cara, no! I know. I realize that it's not good now. But at the time, I was just like, I'm going to ruin everyone's day if I start crying or talk about this. So let me just go to the bathroom. No, I feel that way. And I will be back. (laughs) So, yeah. But, yeah. So, I guess another thing. Yeah, you probably could relate. But just like, yeah, your feelings are worth addressing and also just as important as everybody else's. I think the thing I would tell myself is that... Just like the thing that comes with time, you know, that you're a part of the universe, that the things that you're feeling, it's not like no one has ever felt that before. You know what I mean? Like, you are just like a part of the human experience and like telling my 25 year old self that like, you are good enough, you are worthy, you are valued, you are confident, you have a voice, you are intelligent, you are smart, you can do it. You know what I mean? Just like... Mm-hmm. Saying that and believing it was, I, I feel like, the lessons I had to learn and relearn and sort of, like, carve into my psyche <laughs> through failure. But if just someone could just tell us and we could believe it. It's like as little girls, people tell you that you're, like, wonderful and beautiful and lovely. And then the older you get as a woman, the less people tell you that you're worthy. But you really need to know and understand how valuable you are. And I wish I could just tell my younger self that in a way that would like really stick and resonate. Yeah, absolutely. Megan, I don't what know. You I'd, I'd probably say like, you're so smart. I don't tell know. Us what you've learned. I really don't. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some things are like lessons that I feel like. I am still learning and so you know like I can I can name the advice that I should be taking but I don't take it all the time (laughs) Mm. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it's a process. I think, that, I think that you are all so lovely and smart and worthy and deserving. And so if you're not believing it in this moment, I really hope after this International Women's Day sister episode, you really sort of embed that in your psyche and your consciousness. Amen to it. Cool. Amen to it. <laughs> well, I love you all. Any last thoughts about evolution? Just want to say that I don't believe in evolution. I think it's the, the devil's work. <laughs> you take it out of schools. I don't want to hear about dinosaurs. Dark sided. Talk to me about dinosaurs. I don't understand why people wouldn't want to believe in dinosaurs. That's the greatest news ever, truly. <laughs> I liked, oh, somebody, when I was at BYU, one of my friends was like, I like to think of dinosaurs as God's, like, little boy playtime time, where he was like, there's no people yet. Monster time. <laughs> that's that... such a weird <laughs> way of framing it. I don't know. I thought it was funny. It's just a really <laughs> funny way very, of reconciling religion <laughs> and science. Yeah. <laughs> with like Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I think with that, we're out. Love you. I love Sounds you. good. So, love so you. I think we're going to have to have uh, more. Yeah, I hope Lincoln has another bad day this soon. Oh. Kind of it was. Love you, Lincoln. No, I don't wish that. Love you, Lincoln. Love, love you. you. Bye. Love love you all. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Smell you later.